And joining me live in the studio is Sue Shearer, the CEO of the Council of the Ageing here in the Northern Territory. Good morning to you, Sue. Good morning, Katie. I wish I was here under better circumstances, really. But, well, mm. yeah, so we are going to talk... Uh, we're going to talk about, obviously, um, the findings of an audit which have mm-hmm. been released into an aged care facility yep. here in Darwin. Before I get to that, can I just ask you very quickly, have you had much of an opportunity to hear what the Chief Minister has said this morning in relation to our um, borders, the testing rate? regime and how it's all going to work when it comes to COVID? I have and uh, I think it's a really good start. I think it's probably maybe a little bit over the top with the testing but then again talking to people this morning uh, and because we have um, an ex-registered nurse as our aged care navigator and uh, the particular network she has and people in the health system and the borders open are very worried. The people at the front line are worried so I think you know, obviously this might appease them a little bit, but uh, we forget that the people who are going to look after the people with COVID are, they're very worried. And that's one of the big concerns and has always been is whether our health system is going to be able to, you know, to withstand COVID being in Mm -hmm. the community. Hopefully once we reach those high vaccination rates though, um, the risk of hospitalisation will minimise to some degree. It it will, exactly. But I think it's a very good start, the home quarantining, but uh, which I hope to do um, in January after coming back from Sydney seeing my mum. Yep. Uh, first time I've seen her this year, which will be uh, rather wonderful. She'll be 99, so hopefully I'll be there for that birthday. So that sort of thing is really good, but I'm not looking forward to the... Hopefully we won't have to have seven tests by then. Yeah, well, that's right. It is an awful lot. Now, Sue, we know that this report has revealed significant breaches of care and quality standards at a Darwin nursing home, including incidents of residents being harassed and inadequate care uh, resulted in a choking death. Mm -hmm. Sue, you must be quite mortified by some of the findings in this report. I'm just absolutely I find them abhorrent horrific and as we know a lot of all our older people have um, done their dues paid their dues, they've nurtured us and if we can't look after them there's something really really wrong with our system but I am the one good thing about this that it was spotted Mm. and that's what we lobbied for right back before the Royal Commission even started so it took a while for these spot orders. You know yourself People ring up yep. and they say, I'm visiting you next week. Automatically things get fixed that's and that's right. what we didn't want. We heard those stories before. So these spot checks, one good thing, they were found, but unfortunately, you know, um, probably a little bit too late in one way. I mean, mm. we have reported quite a few um Providers, and we've yep. also reported providers that uh, obviously do the home care uh, residential age packages in, in the home, and we'd like spot checks there as well. We'd like inspectors to turn up to yep. the provider and say, we're coming out with you today. That's the next step, and we've lobbied long and hard for that, so hopefully they will listen. But uh, the only th- really... Uh, peace of mind we can give to families in there is mm. that from now on that particular provider will be under the highest scrutin- scrutiny and yes yeah. they won't, they'll be they'll be audited and checked a lot. And so we do know that uh, this is all part of a report that the Federal Government's Aged Care Quality and Safety Commission um, has found that national aged care providers so this is actually, um, you know, Regis Aged yep. Care, um, that they breached eight quality standards at their Tiwi facility, which as we all know is in Darwin's northern suburbs. So what are some of those findings that, um, you know, that most alarmed you? That most alarmed me 
and still alarms me, I guess, is the lack of staff. You can't provide the proper care if you haven't got the staff. And I know you notice I gave you something from 2018 that predicted all this already and now uh you know the federal government that they're being reactive i don't know why it just beggars belief katie that a lot more was done right back then when the prediction of the shortage of staff in that area and nursing wasn't something wasn't done about it Mm. so that's unfortunately it's not a desirable career i don't know why Really? I mean, you can do a Cert 3 and a Cert 4. As we said there, there's no career path. The remuneration is is absolutely appalling for people looking after one of our most important yeah. sectors. So there, there's a whole gamut of things that need to be still need to be looked at. And again, even in the Cert 3 and 4, dementia training is, is an elective. It's not a compulsory subject. And yet you've got people in those particular facilities looking after dementia patients. So We've got that, to make sure oh, that they are adequately exactly, qualified. You've exactly. got to make sure that they're adequately caring. But how do you caring. attract them? Well, and you know? I suppose this is the tough thing. Yep. But Sue, some of these reports, I mean, uh, it's being widely reported, um, you know, festering bed sores of an elderly, elderly resident, um, another who choked on food, um, and uh, grandmothers being sexually harassed. I mean, it, this is mortifying. It is mortifying, and unfortunately, again... When the Royal Commission came out, they said chemical restraints can't be used. Well, in this case, for that particular gentleman, maybe something like that should have been used. You don't know the whole story, but for the safety mm. of other residents in that facility and turning... My mum my is an ex-nurse, yep. so people with bed sores need to be turned on a regular basis as well, but that requires staff or two or three staff to turn somebody who's totally immobile. Again, it goes back to lack of staff. Most of that goes back to lack of staff and staff training. But those quality standards, they were brought in in um, 2019, the new standards, so yep. they're, not, they're not hard to adhere to, but again, the staffing. So what needs to happen immediately? Do you think there needs to be more of these spot checks to try and avoid, um, you know, uh, homes being able to, aged care facilities being able to sort of be prepared for checks? They have to be really under scrutiny, to me, all the time. So those spot checks should be done very, on a regular basis and also not just in the aged care sector, but in the disability sector. We Mm. have had advice that there's some providers in Alice who aren't doing the right thing in the disability sector so that don't report I can't say much to reports come out like Tiwi you know I don't like to name and shame really in one way that's up to the aged care people to do that but um, it's a unfortunately it's an industry that is grown and we knew that we knew that the over 65 we have the highest rate of over 65 people growing in the Northern Territory so again where was the proactive approach for all these people from the federal government for these packages again so they can stay at home? They shouldn't be in Royal Darwin Hospital. They shouldn't even, a lot of them shouldn't even be in an aged care facility. They should be in their own homes. So on that, we know that the Health Minister did announce that there is going to be more aged care beds coming Mm -hmm. online. My understanding of that is that it's actually some of these beds coming back online at Regis. Are you satisfied with that? 
Not completely, to be really honest. Not completely at all. They'd have to build up a lot of trust. Somebody said to me, oh, they have to build up the confidence. I said, not really. It's trust. Mm. It's trust that people will put their loved one in that home. But again, unfortunately, there's probably not a lot of choice. And that's why we want particular people who... Are issued a bit like the NDIS. They're issued with the package. They're issued with the bed, and they can pick Yay. which bed they want to go to, which facility they want their bed in, rather than oh, there's a there's a vacancy here. You have to go there. Mm. That's not on. So that's another thing that we're pushing really, really hard for. It should be a consumer choice. We are running out of time, but so is there like have we got an opportunity here, or should there be an opportunity for those who are able to stay at home but do need a reg- Regular, you know, regularly someone coming to check on them. Should there be more of that opportunity for some territorians? Uh, we're waiting. It's 30,000 packages that should be released Australia-wide and there's uh, 400, 400 territorians waiting for their packages. So, yes, I mean, that's where the federal government should play their part. They put $8 billion into aged care packages at home, but $8 billion needs every year it's a shortage and it's just it's just horrific again and this is what is creating a lot of these problems in our hospital that they uh, i've known people to waiting two years for a level four package and they've ended up in hospital so no there needs to be i know they're probably very busy with covid in canberra yeah. but life still goes on so let's really look at the um aged care packages is happening Australia-wide but in the territory as well and just release the funding for the packages. So 400 Territorians right now are waiting for those packages. It's a large number. It's a very large number. So imagine if they get a little bit sicker, Mm -hmm. where will they go? Well, that's exactly right. They'll end up at the hospital yep. or end up taking a bed. Um, and, you know, and we need to make sure that we're caring for them. But if they're able to actually be at home and be cared for, um, surely that would be an ideal scenario. And we did a survey a while ago, again, in the church, but Australia-wide, and everybody would like to stay home in familiar familiar mm. surroundings where their family can either look after them or visit them, but then get, obviously, help with the Level 1 package, which they get um, domestic chores done for them and then obviously go up to level two, level three, level four, which is yep. the highest. So it's, uh, it is imperative that the federal government, it's been underfunded since it came into existence. Mm. So really do have to look at funding for those packages. Well, Sue Shearer, the CEO of Council of the Aging here in the Northern Territory, always appreciate your time. Thanks for coming on. Pleasure, Katie. Thanks for having Thank me. Thank you.